0: Edward Sree and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. What do you do when you feel stretched? You feel overwhelmed? You feel... Like you're in over your head, you're not sure how something's going to work out. Maybe it's a project you're doing at work or maybe it's something financially and you're saying, I just don't have the funds for this. Or maybe you just don't have enough sleep or there's something going on in your family life. If you ever had moments like that, what do you do? I want to take us into a story in Mark's gospel that could really offer us a lot of encouragement, a lot of hope, but most of all, the key direction of where we want to go in those moments when we feel like we, we, we're, just, we're just not going to be able to pull it off. We're just not going to be able to give it uh, our best here. Where do we turn? That's what I want to look at here, and I'm going to share with you uh, some insights that I was able to discuss with uh, the school teachers in the Diocese of Parramatta in Australia. I've been in Australia this last week, and I'm just getting ready to head back into the States, and I thought I'd Uh, share with all of you some of the themes we looked at in Mark's Gospel together uh, earlier this last week. So, first of all, I'm going to jump in in Mark chapter 6, verses 30 through 44. That's the scene I'm looking at. And it's it's one of those accounts that I'm sure you many of you have heard before. It's the story of the multiplication of loaves. Here's what happens. Jesus takes the uh, disciples, it says, in chapter 6 of Mark's gospel, verse 31, to a lonely place. A lonely place. So some people, some translations say a deserted place. Uh, the word in Greek really is a, implying the wilderness. So right there, when you hear about Jesus going into the wilderness, going into the deserted place, uh, what do you immediately think of? In the Jewish Old Testament background, you might be thinking of the story of the Exodus, the journeying through the wilderness. And while they're there, the disciples notice that the people have been with them all day and they haven't had anything to eat. and And they're worried, says, oh, Jesus, this is a deserted place. The hour is now late. You should send them away into the country and villages to go try to find some food. Um, now, that's interesting. So the, the disciples are all worried how are these people are gonna eat. we better better send them away, send them off to go find some food. that they should be remembering their story. They should be remembering their history that God had once provided for the people in the wilderness, in the desert. He provided the manna, that heavenly bread that came down to feed the Israelites for those 40 years, 40 years journeying through the wilderness on the way to the promised land. And God provided for them every day without fail. He is trustworthy. Now, the disciples are freaking out and they they, they don't have trust. They're, they're trying to find a practical means. We better send the people away. And Jesus just turns them and says, well, you give them something to eat. And they, once again, again, not knowing their story, not trusting in God, they say, oh, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread, which is 200 days wages worth of bread? Uh, That wouldn't be enough to fill everybody. And and then finally Jesus says, how many loaves do you have? And they say, "Uh, five loaves, and we've got two fish. That's it. (laughs) And then Jesus commands them. And says, I want you, I want everyone to go sit down in companies upon the green grass. And so they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. Now that, that language there about how they're all going into groups of hundreds and fifties, that's not just random, you know, little background numerical detail. That's deliberate by Mark to remind us of how the tribes of Israel, when they were journeying Uh, out of Egypt toward Mount Sinai. This is how they were encamped. When they were in the wilderness, they encamped in the desert in rows by the 100s and 50s. So once again, bring to mind that whole Exodus imagery. The, uh, the, The disciples should have known their story. They should have trusted God provides if we just trust him. He provided the man in the desert. He could provide the bread right now in the midst of their little crisis that day. And then what does Jesus do? It says in verse 51, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed, and broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And then you know what happens. He ends up feeding all the thousands of people that day as he multiplies the loaves. But did you catch the language there in Mark chapter 6, verse 41? Does that sound familiar? That Jesus looked up to heaven, he blessed. The bread he broke it, he gave it to the disciples. What does that remind you of? This is imagery taken right out of the gospel accounts of the Last Supper, because at the Last Supper Jesus is going to take the bread, he's going to bless it, he's going to break it, and he's going to give it to the disciples. The exact same language. So Jesus is showing us here in the multiplication of loaves, it's a foreshadowing of the gift of the Eucharist. Just as Jesus multiplied loaves to feed the multitude of hungry people that day, he's going to give us the gift of himself, his very body and blood in the Eucharist that's going to be multiplied millions of times throughout the world and throughout the centuries to feed the starving souls, the souls that are starving spiritually. They will be fed by Jesus' body and blood in the Eucharist. So the practical point for all of us, though, I think is this. When we face those moments where we feel stretched, where we feel like the apostles, we feel overwhelmed. We're wondering, how, how could we possibly feed all these people? We don't have enough bread. I've only got five loaves and two fish. You know, there's many times in life where we feel that, right? We feel, you know, maybe we're, we're doing some project in the parish. We want to do this great work for the parish, but we just don't have enough funds. You know, all I've got is, you know, this amount and this amount in our budget. We just can't pull this off. We need to turn to Jesus in the Eucharist in those moments where we feel stretched, you know, I I just got five hours of sleep last night with my two kids. (laughs) You know, they're keeping me up all night. I just got five hours. I'm exhausted, Lord. I don't know how I'm going to make it through the day. That's when we really need to go and spend extra time with Jesus in the Eucharist. I think that's one of the lessons in Mark's gospel here is that, uh, when, if we want to really carry the cross and follow Jesus well in life, whatever crosses we're facing, if we want to to persevere as a disciple of Jesus through whatever challenges we may be facing, Mark highlights perhaps more than the other Gospels the gift of the Eucharist is the key to discipleship, the gift of the bread to turn to Jesus and he will multiply the little we have. Let's go to Jesus with our five loaves and two fishes. What are your five loaves and two fishes? Maybe again, it's like five hours of sleep or maybe it's just $5,000 left in the bank account or maybe it's just five employees that I have and I got to pull off this major task for the company or for the parish. Uh, Whatever is going on, give the little you have to Jesus. Go to him in the Eucharist, especially stop by the chapel. Go visit him in adoration. Take time after communion. Say, Jesus, I feel spent. Jesus, I'm overwhelmed. I have five kids and I feel like I'm drowning. Or maybe say, Lord, I I, I've, I, I don't know how I'm going to be able to, to do this mission that you asked me to do. I've only got five days to prepare and I, I just need more time. Give the little time you have. Give the little resources you have, give the little energy you have, and say, Jesus, this is the little I could offer. Help multiply it. Take what I have given and multiply it, Lord. I trust that somehow this will work out. You know, especially in the mass is a wonderful thing to do. As as the priest is offering the mass to unite. All of our little sufferings, our little works, our little failures, everything, just unite our whole selves to Jesus in the Mass. And uh, I can't tell you how many times where there's a, maybe a writing project or a class I'm teaching and I just felt stretched. and I wasn't sure. Lord, I don't know with all the stuff going on in my life. I don't know how this is going to work out. I beg you, please multiply the efforts, the time. And I, I trust in you. And it challenges us to live more like the Israelites. And that's the lesson the disciples should have learned that day, that they had to trust every day that God was going to provide their daily bread, their manna. And here we're given the heavenly bread that's made available to us at every Mass, made available to us at every Eucharistic chapel. Let's stop by when we feel stretched, when we feel overwhelmed, turn to our daily bread, Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, and ask him to make up for what we lack to make up for our own inadequacies, because as St. Pauls tells us, his strength will be made manifest through our weakness. Jesus, we love you. Help us to love you more. Help us to trust you more. May you multiply our feeble efforts, energies, time, and attention, and resources. May you multiply them. We give you the little we have, but trust that you can complete the work that we can't do on our own. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a review. Please share with others. And you can reach me on Facebook or Twitter and now on Instagram as well. You can also contact me on my website, EdwardSree.com. A shout out to all my friends in Australia this last week. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, May God bless you. Please know I'm praying for you. Please pray for me and my family. God bless.